Kitch. You know, well, that's a little heartier hello than than last week with your. Oh, uh, a little, a little fresher, a little fresher. Mind yeah. you, I have, I have, a, I have a, uh, a highly infected tooth that has to be extracted next week. So Ooh. this is my first day of uh, penicillin or whatever you call it, amoxicillin. To, oh, you on the antibiotics already? Had the antibiotics already because it flared up yesterday. It was like it was, it was crushing me yesterday. So, well, I hope you're taking a probiotic with that too. By the way. Yep. Yeah. Are yeah. you? You don't even yeah. have a probiotic. You, I take a probiotic every morning, every single Bullshit. morning. Probiotic. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, that's a, if it's a chewable vitamin C, that's not the same thing. No, no, I got a probiotic. Two tablets, probiotic every uh, morning. Well, but isn't this like two, like 16 that you've had extracted now? Uh, I have got, this is my fourth. I've had three extracted. I've had eight root canals and I've got two or three caps. So yeah, I pretty much don't have many original teeth left in my mouth. You know, you should, uh, you should become a spy because if they ever catch you and they started like extracting teeth, that's like torture. You'd be fine. You're like, yeah, yeah wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't hurt at all. Wouldn't tell anybody anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, that's good that you're back and, uh, I guess borderline healthy Yeah. Um, yeah. for borderline rappers. So that's good. Uh, Let's break it down right now. We're going to get the wraps rap zone. Uh, I catch. I don't know if you know this because you were out um, and I'll let, I'll let you tell everybody where you were on Monday night, but the raps played on Monday night. I don't know if you know that. I, I you, you made me aware of the fact I did not know that until you uh, woke me up to it. Uh, and do you want to tell the, uh, the listening audience where you were on a, on a Monday night? We're at the race. Like eight we, degrees. Our, we would do our annual annual or no, sorry, annual. monthly, our monthly, our monthly <laughs> yeah. night at the races. We do our monthly night at the races with uh, slacker and DP came along and, uh, we go you make it night. sound like no, no. Hang on a second. You make it sound like you're going to some like sort of high society. Tra- like tell everyone which track. So we go to, we go, we go to Mohawk, probably in Guelph. Mean, That's Guelph, Ontario. Uh, actually, it's in Campbellville, right near Guelph. Yeah, yeah. And we it is probably the most poorly run organization that you ever could attend. Um, they serve food for you when you. There go goes to the track another sponsor. On Mondays, on Mondays they they serve they serve food. Um, your only option is hot dogs, so you can only get a hot dog <laughs> for dinner. You can get beer and wine. You can't get a mixed drink. You can get beer and wine, and you can get water, I think, too, and stuff like that. And that's it. Um, they close the restaurant. That night, it was probably 12 degrees. There was probably 20 people there, so it wasn't overly packed. Um, and then about race seven, the uh, the fog rolled in. So from race seven on, you could only see one-eighth of the track. <laughs> like, they would go by you, and then you wouldn't see them until they got to the finish line again. And even the cameras couldn't pick them up. So you just follow the little oh numbers on the screen. So oh the, the experience my. did not go as, as planned. And we had a pick five and a pick four. We lost in the final leg of the pick five and the final leg of the pick four. So just, just an overall uh, tough night. It was a tough night for us at the track. Well, you know, um, I know you invited me. And for way too long, I contemplated going. Can I just say this? The best gambling decision I've made in years was to not attend that on Monday night. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> well, you would have come home richer. <laughs> the three-hour drive, and then stay in a shitty hotel airport after, and then drive. Yeah, that's that would have been a disaster. I'll tell you what, my wife was not overly impressed when I told her I was going, so I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> and you, uh, you wouldn't have been impressed with the fog rolling in and completely ruining the whole experience. With the fog well, I'll tell you what, you know what I was impressed with on Monday night were my very young babyish Toronto Raptors. Now, listen, this is a total overreaction. And I know you've already called that out. On, it was on for sure. It was totally sure. overreaction. However, from where, listen, uh, and I, by the way, I would short the Philadelphia 76ers. They're going to be bad this year. Oh, sorry, they're not going to be bad. They're just going to, they're not going to meet expectations. The whole Ben Simmons thing. But anyways, uh, so let's just catch. I don't, you, you didn't watch the game. So you have no idea what happened, but um, we, we came out, uh, we were down 2010 
at one stage in the first quarter. And next thing you know, I think we went like on a 30 to four run, brought in all our young kids. So there's three guys to me that stood out that night. Scotty Barnes, which, you know, again, jury's still out as far as well. He's going to be better than what's his face that we didn't draft. But uh, I'll tell you what, Scotty Barnes is doing all the right things. He is a long, long individual. I can't, I bet you got his hands on 10, 10 uh, balls that were being passed. I think he had like three steals, but I bet you had 10 deflections. Uh, and he's just up and down. the And I'm telling you, I think, you know what? The guys that actually work in the basketball uh, world for a living, they may actually have gotten this one right. Shocking he, that I didn't know if they were right or not. Can he score? Can he, can he well, score? he scored that night, but not, uh, he, he hit one, he pulled a, he had a pull-up jumper from about 18 feet um, at one stage. Uh, everything else was in and around the basket, but he means active, right? He's, he, um, but he had, I think he had five assists, eight boards, 12 yep. points, something like that. His line, I mean, but again, this is preseason basketball, so it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. But I think the point is he defensively, I think has a spot right now, right? I think he's a starter from a defensive standpoint right now. Um, and then, yeah, I think, but his, the jump shot is ugly. There's no question about that. He's going to need to develop as a scorer, but I, I think that's obviously a lot to expect from, from him. Uh, year one but I mean if he's the type of kid that he appears to be and puts the time and I mean yeah I, I think he might be a scorer somewhere you know years two or three but I think we're at the bat he's a legitimate NBA defender all right well who's your other two give me your other two who are your other two guys okay. now uh my boy Banton came oh, in oh, yeah. Delano Toronto boy Del- I'll tell you what he got a great cheer when he came in and he looks like a cool customer Right. Didn't seem to be rattled by anything came in there. I mean, he had a couple turnovers too, but for the most part, he was smooth. Uh, he's long as shit too. Holy yep. smokes. I bet he deflected four or five passes he did. Uh, defensively. Like he is just like you put him and Sky Barnes on the court at the same time. I mean, that's, we could be tough defensively uh, for a lot of teams, but again, I, I don't, there wasn't enough there to say, hey, is Banton going to be a, a, a legitimate, uh, you know, or a consistent uh, player that you know gets minutes. I don't know, but I think you know from what you saw in game one. I mean, he looked he looked good. I'll tell you, it does not bode well for your boy Malachi. Yeah, so, None of this some, bodes well for Malachi. Some of our listeners, some of our listeners, reached out to me and they said, "Kids, did you watch the game? Did you see Ben?" Like that. So it's universal. There's a lot of guys that were uh, that were pro and like pro and Ben after the yeah. game. Yeah. But but the yeah, problem he, I face, so you like, do we need another point guard? Like we we seem to have a plethora of point guards on this team, or small shooting or small shooting guards. Well, well, Ben's not small. No, he's, he's not. Small, right. Ben, no, not. see, this is what happens when you're at the track. Well, he's listed as a point guard. Track. He's listed. Yeah, as a I know. Point guard. That's because he can handle the, He can handle the ball pretty well. Uh, but he, I mean, I think he's a one, two or three, honestly. I think he can play in one of those. Well, I shouldn't say two because that implies shooting guard. I don't think he can shoot it yet either, but he can play one or three for sure. But I mean, it's today's NBA catch. Everyone handles the rock, right? Yep. Uh, what's yep. his face? Achua. Precious, grabbed oh my re- goodness. Precious grabbed a rebound at one stage, went length of the court and dunked it. I mean, he's six nine. You know, he was he was good too. Like I, I don't know how good yet, but he was he was solid. So I, I've I've got hope for him too. But then my last guy that I loved out there, and you know what, listener Brock did not. Didn't, we were texting, and I I called this guy Verve Clico. Do you know what that is? Catch Verve Clico. You don't even know what Verve. Well, you not know what Verve Clico is. It's okay. fucking champagne. He came to say it. How, how, yo, why yo. would I know champagne? Well, because everyone should have general knowledge. That's why. That's why you should know what that is. Anyways, it's a champagne. And our guy, Champagne, Champagne, mm. I liked him. He was good. 
He was good too. Young, uh, active, again, looked pretty comfortable out there. The problem is when you go through the roster, like there are pretty much, I would say at least eight predetermined spots. Right. And I count uh, Scotty Barnes in there and Banton in, in that, in that eight. And then we had a bunch of guys that looked decent. Uh, so you got, you got probably, I think eight guys fight for three to four spots. Who's our, uh, and who's Malachi our, being one of them. Who's our bigs? How'd the bigs look? Well, Precious is a big. Boucher didn't play, so okay. he, he'll be he'll be considered a big. Um, yeah, yeah we're, Gillespie, we're still, still, Gillespie still. Yeah, Gillespie and, and Birch didn't play, so those are the four okay. bigs, okay. I guess. And Gillespie didn't look great. Um, yeah. So we're still we still have a problem at that position. Right. Uh, and then when Drummond was in, he kind of had his way with us on the boards. But yeah, so I think I unfortunately I think defensive rebounding, which was a major gap last year may still be a bit of an issue, but we'll see it like the Scotty Barnes of the world, uh, how they start to rebound. So uh, that is, that's definitely a gap. And then I'll tell you the other thing before, before I get, uh, I would think some like predicting the Raptors to be the NBA champions, which I did before the call. Um, <laughs> I still do think we're going to have a major, major problem scoring the basketball in, uh, in sort of games where it's, where it's meaningful. We do not have any sort of lockdown, knockdown, three-point shooter that i can see yet uh because freddie's definitely not a he's not a he's not a uh you know a 40 percent guy from the three-point line um you know everyone was excited about og's performance but i my concern with og is that he actually starts thinking he's an offensive weapon yeah because uh, he definitely he definitely consumed the basketball when he was uh playing Monday night so but he had a nice line i mean he's good but i totally think i think we have a bunch of guys who can score not necessarily consistent consistently and i think we have still the same problem we had last year a bunch of guys who think they're three-point shooters who aren't really three-point shooters yeah yeah like og and siakam can easily fall in that trap for sure oh for sure freddie to a certain extent right yep. even boucher like all those guys who just think they can anytime they think there's a green light for them at every look at the three-point line right i'm not sure that's that's the way it should be with that group so no no i, I think that's going to be our biggest concern is our biggest hurdle of scoring this year so we, we, we we're gonna have to score on transition we're gonna play tough d yeah yes. score score on transition i think and that's exactly what they, Spot yeah, up that was the blueprint sure. monday night so i agree with that if we can do and i'll tell you what if we can do that and that's where i put them uh my note like this could be a fun team it is to to drag their way to 37 wins yeah that's all yeah. we need 37 wins so we need 30 over 36 yeah, over 36, 36 we're good over 36 is we're good. gonna be one of the better defensive uh, so, teams in the entire league we're, we're going to be one of the best defensive teams. The, the scoring is going to be a problem for us, but I think we're going to cause some scoring fits for other teams. That length, like you talked about Delano and Banton, Siakam when he's out there, OG, these guys all spread. And then Precious, all these guys, Utah, they're all long and they're all willing to go and jump. Even Sfai McCallia had really good energy last game. So I'm really excited to be honest with you. We're going to steal some games from teams that might underestimate us if they're not ready. Well, we'll uh, we will see. We'll definitely yeah. see on that. Um, all right, listen, uh, we're moving on. That was it. Well, we can't you can't talk about one uh, preseason game forever. Well, you you yeah, you were you were you were putting them to the championship excited. after the preseason game. You were texting me like you're all excited. I'm like it's preseason. Little, come off the ledge. I'm like a little more optimistic. <laughs> well, that's what I did. I did come off the edge. I'm off the ledge. I'm moving back. And I'm coming inside the window. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, so that brings us right up into, uh, do we have any other sports stuff that we want to talk about? Yeah, you want to talk about uh, NFL games and stuff. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're gonna, that's going to leak right into the gambling segment. So, yeah, let's yep. let's do a quick NFL recap. 
Uh, and I really don't want to recap last week's picks, but we will do that as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, let's let, why don't you, uh, seeing as you're, you have a Brady boner. So why don't you talk about the, um, uh, the big game. The only game apparently was on the NFL this week was the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks visiting the New England Patriots. Well, I, first of all, I think you should lead off with a bit of an apology there, but, uh, but uh, it's hard to get that out of you. So <laughs> the, uh, I, I, you had told me that this was going to be a beat down, that the first quarter was going to be over. There was no chance. They don't stand a chance. And I had said that, you know what, Belichick, he knows, he knows Brady's weaknesses. He knows how to, how to, how to, how to find his, his spots and that defense, they were fired up. They did not want to look bad again with, with Tom out there. So the, the Pats held tough. So they got right down to the end, the bonk field goal for 56 yards with some questionable calling at the end. Now I, I, I to your defense, the, the, Pounding rain definitely definitely helped help help stymie Brady because it was it was yeah, it was portable. That was, not, that was good, not great. A good chunk of the game, but uh, yeah, I love the way we played. We played with heart. Mac Jones played solid. He's played some, some solid games this year. So uh, I I uh, I I think the, I think the, the there will be a point this season when the pass will go on a bit of a run. And Tampa Bay, like Tampa Bay is, and they're coming back to my picks. They are in trouble here. They've got they took Sherman. They picked up Sherman on Wednesday of this week, so they got they got him on Wednesday to be a DB. And he didn't even practicing anywhere. They, they they're so beat up. And then in, in the first quarter or first half, uh, one of their one of their DBs went down. So like they've got they have no depth. On, I think you're going to see big numbers put up against uh, Tampa in the, in the near future. Well, the good news for Tampa uh, is that they're playing a team with no quarterback this week, so they should yeah. be okay true, at the <laughs> at the at the corner position this week. But I agree, yeah, they're definitely hurt. Uh, but I mean, you say that Pats put up sixteen points, seventeen points. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they were it's not no. like they were obliterated. And everyone talked about how great Mac Jones played. I think he completed nineteen straight passes at one stage. He did. So uh, listen, I think New England's got bigger problems. I really do. They can't. They just don't score. All right, they cannot score. Yeah, the red zone, written red zone, they're kicking field goals. They're not punching it in for sure. Yeah, they got they got to figure that. They got to figure out their running game too. They don't block very well. Yeah, they have no uh, running game in here. Other than his first game, um, you know, he's done nothing. Nope. So yeah, they they got to figure out their running game. But I mean, all in all, for all the hype of that game, uh, it obviously wasn't a great football game. The conditions probably didn't help. But um, but I guess where I think I really underestimated and I, you know, the tea leaves were there for me. I should have, uh, they were there because Brady had talked a, a little bit throughout the week, how it was going to be nice to be back. It'd be emotional to a certain extent, but he's trying to focus on it. You know, he was saying a lot of things that sort of, uh, I should have realized probably pretty quickly that this wasn't going to be a robotic Brady type of, or just walking in and, and dump trucking, uh, yep. the, you know, the team that's in front of him. I think he, I think he was caught up in a little bit, which I, obviously normal, human reaction would be to be mm-hmm. caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that maybe took away from, uh, you know, his ability to sort of dominate. I, I'm not sure. I still believe in the Belichick, uh, you know, should locked him down uh, because he knew him so well. I, I don't know. I just don't know if he played that well. Cause I think maybe he was, you know, he must've been nervous, a little emotional. I think, I think that had a bigger impact than, uh, than anything else, but yeah, I mean, I guess it ended somewhat uh with some flair and some drama uh and by the way people keep i disagree with anyone who says belichick man it was fourth and three from the 37 yard i mean it's a 55 yard field goal in today's nfl like that's doable and he doinked it like it's not like he didn't have the distance or yep. you know do you really take a shot of not kicking the field goal there and then going uh losing the ball over on downs and then having 
I guarantee if he'd done that, if he got for fourth and three, they didn't get it. Half the world would have been saying he should have tried the field goal. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. For sure. Yeah, he was in a no-win situation there for sure. And the guy had the leg. He had the distance. Folk had the distance. He had it right on. It just blew a little bit at the end and bonked right off the post. Like, so Unfortunate. Yeah. It's yeah. too bad. Well, I'll tell you what. That is not good for my New England Patriots. Multiple wagers I made. Oh, wait. They're coming back. We're still going to get it. We're going to get the over on them. I still I still believe. Nine and a half? I know. Ten games? I still, still, still think we're getting ten. Four games? We're oh, still no, think actually, we're getting ten. Oh yeah, because you can go ten and seven this year. Can go yeah, ten and seven. Yep. Yeah, they lose four more games. Yeah, okay. They could either lose five more games. Yeah, okay. I'd like to think. Uh, and not to div- well, not division. They got to play the Jets. They got to play the. They got to play the Bills twice. <laughs> that's a, Ooh, that's, that's a, two losses. Yeah, that's a little oh, scary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't cash that check just yet. No, not cashing it. Uh, okay. Well, listen. I think the other uh, major storyline is, and everyone who's listening right now. If you believe that Kyler Murray is going to stay healthy this season, go put a wager on him to win the MVP right now. Because the cards with him at court, I watched the entirety of that game, which by the way, kind of as a little sidebar, you know what the worst thing for me as an individual is sitting on my couch from 1 p.m. on a Sunday till midnight on a Sunday, just <laughs> watching football and having multiple betting accounts accessible. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, lived, I lived that with you Bermuda in January. I did that, that with you. Was, two weekends in a row. That is, that is, it's impossible. Like I gotta, I gotta figure I can never do that again. I will never do that again. I've already committed to that. I'll never do that again. Uh, but anyways, uh, I watched the entirety of that game and Kyler Murray is when he's healthy, he's unstoppable. Like that, the number of times you would have thought the Rams defense had him locked up it was incredible that he just got away and made a play. One of his touchdown passes was, was incredible. Like he is, he is un- it, when he's completely healthy, he's unbelievable. And I think if he stays healthy and they go 13 and four ish type thing, he will be the MVP and you get him right now at five to one. I suggest you do. I, I have trouble thinking he's going to remain healthy. I just, I just think he's, he, he doesn't avoid getting hit like Russell Wilson does. So I, and he's, and he's not obviously not very big. So I, I, I have trouble with that uh, from a healthy standpoint. And I don't know, I, I, I kind of give the Rams a bit of a, the, the Rams were in a tough spot. They played, they played Tampa Bay the week before knocked off Tampa in a big game, which is a big win for them. They got Seattle yeah. on the docket on Thursday. So they got, they, they played on Sunday again, they, they got four days until they play Seattle. So I, I don't, did the Rams not show up in this game and, and maybe leave you like just, just with a, with a middle game in there. Listen, again, had I been reading the tea leaves properly? And I know this. I always talk. I always call the letdown game, right? Yeah, Is this yeah. going to be the letdown game? And clearly it was, right? They just played their Super Bowl the week before. Exactly. Yeah, right? It's hard to, and you know what? And they probably, like everyone else, didn't really believe the cards at 3-0 and were really, you know, 3-0. and What no. does that mean? Who they play? Like, there's all that sort of shit. I should have, and I, by the way. I bet the Rams and I continue to bet the Rams for three hours. So uh, that they never came back. Just so everyone knows. Um, and yeah, but I totally should. That, that was a, that was either a stay away or bet the cards because that was the ultimate letdown game. Whereas the cards would have been coming in. This was their first sort of really big game against a meaningful opponent. Uh, so that it was kind of their super bullish uh, game. So yes, but hum- I know these things. This is why I'm disappointed. I know these things. I was a ama- Two of those, I missed both those things. So I went, that's why I'm going to be better this week. I'm much better this week. Uh, all right. We, should, we, should, bring up, we the, should bring up the Bills. Like the Bills, I know their opponents have been weak, and they've been, but they've been just trouncing them. And I, like, are the Bills for real? This is a good test. So they got the Chiefs this week. It's a good test. They're three-point three point dogs going into KC. And KC does not have a defense. They do not have a defensive team. So that game is going to be 
could be, I think it could be 63, 60 for, for one of the teams. This, this could be a, a shootout. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and the bills do have a defense. Buffalo, well, that's what people are saying now, but when you stop Miami and you stop Houston, Houston with backup quarterbacks, I don't know how great your defense is. Yeah. True. Right. You can tell me you have a great defense. I know you've had two shutouts this year. You can tell me that. And the Jets, I don't know the if that's too. <laughs> well, they, they haven't played the Jets yet. Oh, they haven't played the Jets yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. They, they, they lost to Pittsburgh. They beat yeah. Miami. Uh, and they beat another beat, shitty beat team. Houston, beat Houston, Houston. Yeah. There's one more. Who's their third. Who's their third. one? Wasn't the Jets. I don't think it was, mm, I don't yeah. think it was. but the point is, I don't know that they've been uh, through any meaningful uh, defensive battles yet. So we'll see, uh, but I'm going to talk about well, that's that game might come up in my sprinkles yeah. uh, in a few minutes. So, uh, the Washington football, all the skins, all oh, the skins, the, the skins. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So they've had they've had three wins against three non-playoff teams. So <laughs> yeah. let's yeah. the jury's out a little bit on the Buffalo Bills. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, and this, uh, is, this, we, this is a fantasy wipeout week too. If you were if you're in a fantasy pool, the fantasy pools could have just they could have been destroyed this week. So you, a lot of people took the Saints over the Giants, which was a loser. Uh, a lot of people took Tennessee over the Jets, which is a loser. And if you if you if you take like since he just eked out a ugly victory over Jacksonville and should have lost. And if, if I New England had not bonked that last field goal, you'd eliminated 75% of yeah. all survivor pools. So it was a, it was a, yeah. it was a tough week. Yeah. Not fantasy pool. So survivor pool. Yeah. Survivor yeah. Pool. Survivor yes, pool. I agree. Uh, and I have, I'm in one with uh, Bobby and Johnny and Johnny was the only one to survive because he had the box. He had the box. Well, you're in one with me too. I think we only got Buffalo left. We had Buffalo. Is that we lost? I think we Who lost. We, I think we lost New Orleans and Tennessee. Well, I didn't give you New Orleans or Tennessee. You gave me Tennessee. You didn't give me Tennessee. I did not give you New Orleans. You did not. I know. No, you got me New Orleans. We have to one. Jesus. Right. To one. That's another donation. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Let's let, let with that. Let's uh, let's leak into our, our picks. Why don't you uh, recap us? Last week, tough week, tough week for the entire crew. Uh, everybody goes one and two, so everybody goes below five hundred. Uh, they lose any ground. I love part of this Green Bay, Green Bay over Pitt. That, that that was his winner. Then Tampa Bay. Hey, by the way, can I just say another one of the tea leaves were there? That should have been my star lock play. That was the fr- man. That was a miss by my, on that part too. That was only a sprinkle. It should have been the star lock. <laughs> Tampa over New England. You had Tampa over New England, which, which you talked about, and then your twenty five thousand dollar lock, the Miami Dolphins, which was a nothing game in a, in a terrible. That was your tw- so that you're one on one, one on one now in the twenty five thousand dollar. I know. I know so. Don't worry, but, but I'm coming back this week. I'll be two and one. Uh, Kitch had I so I was all in on Tennessee minus six and a half and, and Tennessee in the under and when the score was nine seven at the half I was spending the the winnings there I thought this is a, this is a lock and the teams go off and score like forty points in the second half the the Jets all of a sudden in one half now have an offense when they were yeah. oblivious wow, for, Tennessee for... shit <laughs> so I lost both those and then I, I hit the Baltimore Denver under Denver I, I didn't plan on Denver scoring seven points but twenty three seven so that was an under. So one and yeah. two, and Denno with his three unders. Washington, Atlanta under forty-seven. That game went to sixty-four. That was a shootout. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee Jets. He was with with me on that one. Lost. He was with me on yeah. Baltimore, Denver, and he won that one. So one and two. So over the season, uh, Barton Denno set at fifty percent after hey. after after two weeks of the, of, the, of the pool, and it's not a win because you lose the juice. So you're, yeah. you're down. Juice. Who cares uh, about the juice? Kitch sits at sixty-seven percent. That is that is making money. That is making money. All right. So let's recap. You want to lead us All off right. with uh, who you got yeah. this week? Uh, well, let's do Denno's picks. Does Denno have picks? Uh, he didn't say, he didn't say oh, to me in time. Imagine that. So we'll just, yeah. So the make believe picks for Denno when he, <laughs> yeah. when he puts them after. Okay. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, so oh, let me go. Let me go to my 
my notebook. All right. All right. I wrote that. All right. So my sprinkles this week, uh, and I'm, I'm really tempted to change one of my sprinkles to a, to a lock, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Uh, first sprinkle, the Washington football team, plus two at home against New Orleans. I, what do people see in New Orleans that they think is a good team? I think the Green Bay bit win was a was uh, an aberration, and I just I mean that's a home dog. I'm taking it. And Washington, I don't know what Washington's capable, but I just don't think New Orleans is any good. So so Washington just lost to Atlanta. You do know that last. They just year, they just beat Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, they, they, yeah. they beat them. Thirty four thirty. They won right. that game. Okay. Yeah. So they're coming off a win. They've got momentum. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm picking them. And I don't know if you noticed, New Orleans just lost to the Giants at home. Which is worse, Washington winning or New Orleans losing? Who would you rather have right now? You know, you're going you're gonna to come back next week and say, the, the teaser there, I should have seen this one. No, no. no coming off a win. Okay. No, no tea leaves. No tea okay. leaves. This is, a, this is a nice little sprinkle. You can sprinkle this one, Ike, for sure. The PLC group, which I want to talk about in a second too, Ike. Uh, that's a sprinkle. My, my next sprinkle, which is the one I'm really tempted to make a lock, uh, but I'm just going to sprinkle the Chiefs. Minus two and a half at home. I think you get the Chiefs at home under three points. It's an automatic. You got you to bet them. And you know what? Are they going to lose three or four games? I don't think so. I hate that. Uh, I hate that one. I, 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 will be, I will be betting Buffalo on that one. Oh, you can't bet Buffalo. That's a mistake. But listen, I'm telling you, uh, the Chiefs at home with Mahomes under three points. It's, it's not even, it doesn't matter who they're playing. You just take it. You just take it. That's just, yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, they were playing the 85 Bears. It doesn't matter. You just take the Chiefs at home minus two and a half. And then here it is 25,000 star lock play of the week. The Los Angeles, formerly the San Diego Chargers, uh, but the Los Angeles Powder Blue Chargers at home minus one and a half to a team that cannot score the football properly, the Cleveland Browns. I watch, and, and by the way, this is an anti, this is just Baker Mayfield's a quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to bet against him for a while. He, I watched that game. Uh, now, the defense did look pretty good against uh, Minnesota, but Baker Mayfield cannot play the quarterback position. He just can't. He's just not very good. Uh, and the Chargers, who I think are borderline ish for real, uh, they've got a decent defense. So they'll do a better job than Minnesota did. And Minnesota home the 14. And I love the Chargers' offense. They are good. And Hebert, uh, is awesome. It is awesome. What was so your Chiefs? I love the chat. What was your Chiefs line? Is it two and a half or three? Two and a half. Two and a half. I bet two and a half. As of this morning. Two and and half. Skins was one and a half. So we got skins are getting two. Skins are getting two. Okay. At home. And the Chargers are at one and a half. All right. So That's All right. it. That's the one. So what I've come to learn over the years is when you're betting NFL football, every week is very independent of the previous week. I agree with that. Yeah. So, except for the tea leaves when there's tea leaves. Except, except for all three of your picks, which are very heavily focused on the previous week. <laughs> all right. So my picks. My, my picks are I'm going to I'm gonna uh, plug my nose, and I'm going to go Miami plus the 10 and a half over the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm going to hope for something to appear in that uh, secondary that, Whoever quarterbacks Miami can find some wide open, some open players. So I will take Miami plus 10 half. Uh, that is a sprinkle. Um, and then I'm going to ride. I'm going to double up again this week. I'm going to ride the Denver Broncos this week after 
a poor performance last week. I think they're going to step it up this week, and they got the Steelers. The Steelers are not very good. So I'm going to take no. Denver minus the one over Pitt. I know it's in Pitt, but uh, I just don't think Pitt's worth a crap. And I'm going to take the under 39 and a half in that game. So that's a little low, but I'm still going under 39 and a half, Ooh. Denver, Pitt. I'm looking for a 20 to 7 victory for Denver in that game. Oh, geez. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want that. But um, I'll tell you what, if there was another play, if I was doing over-unders, I do like the uh, Patriots over this week, 39 and a half against Houston. You like that one? That's just don't, don't put that down. That's just yeah. that's just me thinking out loud. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, interesting. And then we'll find out what De- we'll find out on Tuesday what Denno's picks were. Yeah. Um, so yeah. then, yeah, I'm sure three, three, three unders. What three unders he's got? <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Good. Well, there we go. Oh, and then obviously, uh, did you want to sprinkle us with some uh, got a few college got a football few college plays? Got a, like, last week, so keep riding it, boys. Keep riding the Alabama first half. That was ten and a half this week. It's ten and a half this week. Oh, see, I got it nine and a half uh, on uh, Monday, Monday or Tuesday. I don't think, I don't think it matters. <laughs> so, I don't think it matters. So, uh, keep riding that train. I know you were a little nervous on that last week, Bart, with the, with Old Miss, and they, they made Old Miss look like small children on the football field. It was only twenty eight nothing at half. <laughs> and the other team that is equally as good as Alabama, I think, this year is the Georgia Bulldogs. They are a solid team. I'm going to go. I'm going to ride their first half too. They're like, they're playing Auburn this week. So people think Auburn, good team, but I think Georgia is heads and tails above. I'm really looking forward to a Georgia Alabama national championship game. I think that would be fantastic. Well, yeah, I think that's where we are. Uh, The only thing I would say to that, I've actually watched a couple of uh, Georgia games this year. Uh, Defensively, I think, yeah, I think teams just can't score on them. Like that's how, that's how good they are defensively. So I don't know that Auburn's going to score on them, but they are not the offensive juggernaut that, that Alabama is like, they don't move the ball up and down the field as well. Um, True. But that line first half line is only seven and a half. So I don't, I don't hate that play. Yeah. You can't take Auburn plus seven and a half there. No, definitely not. So, but I don't know. I don't know if we start, we could start a new trend. Maybe look at the Georgia first half lines and, and see. I, I bet it all year. I, I bet it all year. I haven't lost yet. So I've been on them all. But I'm, oh, I'm yeah. you would, all didn't you lose the Clemson one? No, no, they, they, they were up in the Clemson one, I believe. Um, one. Actually, maybe I didn't bet the first one because I thought Clemson, I did, yeah, we didn't know what we didn't know what Clemson was going to be like this year. I, when that came out. I've bet them twice first half, uh, and I've gone two and zero. Oh. Uh, I didn't bet them. I don't think I bet them last week, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't hate that. I sure I don't hate it because they are well, good. My other pick, my other other couple sprinkles would be first half bets. I would go the under in the Iowa Penn State game. I think that's going to be a smash mouth Big Ten battle. They don't. Neither team throws the ball that well. Um, so I, I will go for it, but it's only 40 and a half. So the first half is going to be like 21 probably. Um, and I just, I, these teams always, the big 10 tough battles always seem to start low scoring and, and, and then they will balloon in the second half. If, uh, if one team figures it out, I like that. And I got three plays. I'm going to give a Friday night play with Stanford plus 12 over Arizona state. Uh, Stanford's not horrible. 12 points against Arizona state on a Friday night game. Be on ESPN. I, I do like Stanford plus the 12 in that one. I uh, got Tennessee's playing South, South Carolina. Sorry, Abby, but South Carolina is not very good this year. They're not a strong football team. Tennessee woke up last week and just destroyed whoever they played. I can't remember who it was now, but in Missouri or some of like that. But they, they, uh, I think Tennessee minus ten and a half is a good, a good angle to to play over South Carolina this this week. And there'll be a good game. There's a good game at noon on on Saturday, which is the Oklahoma Texas game. That's a good battle. Uh, Texas, the, uh, the Red River Shootout. Yeah, that's right. It's played to the Cotton Bowl. Uh, three and a half, three and a half favorite is Oklahoma. I will be riding Texas. This I don't think Oklahoma is as good as people think they are this year. Wow. I think Texas is. Uh, 
They don't score like they don't score like Oklahoma usually scores, uh, and but they their defense is like a typical Oklahoma def- uh, defense. So uh, yeah, all right. Well, listen, um, I'm not sure how many college football fans we have out there, but there you go. There's an, there's a wide array. Something of, to do on uh, Saturday. Choices. Something yeah, to do on Saturday. Choices for you. okay. Well, there we go. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, what drives? I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh. Got a good one. I'm fired up about it too. Oh, fire away. Okay. I've got like seven, but I'm only doing one. So baseball in general just drives me crazy. But here is one example that we just had now that, that I, I just can't get my, I just can't understand. Baseball. You play 182 games in a season. So 182 games season long baseball. 162. Like, 162. 162. Sorry. 162. So that's, that's, that's like, 80 more games than the NBA, the NHL. Um, and then you have a wild card game. You get to play, you have a wild card game, which is a one game. So you come fifth in the division. So you come fifth in the ALs or fifth in the, in the National League, and you play a one game for fifth to fourth, which it's just, it, it's ridiculous. So why, why, like you, why do we only allow 10 teams in the playoffs when all the other sports allow 16? Or 16 plus because NBA's expanding even more. And and how are the GMs not stepping up and saying, listen, let's let's expand the playoffs. Let's get more teams in there. Cause there's nothing better than playoff baseball when you get a pennant race or a playoff race in the playoffs and the fan and everybody and everybody's and everybody's jacked up. So I just I I I can't understand why they don't like take old record books, stop them now. We're gonna start new record books in Major League Baseball and we're gonna make it more fan fan friendly and better for and better for uh better for the sport and all so baseball get your shit together drives me crazy well you know what listen a couple things on that i watched that game last night because i had to make sure they got eight runs um <laughs> and they did in the ninth inning um yeah. but that's the problem that game started at eight like it was 11 45 when it ended for a nine inning baseball game that was six two it wasn't even you know it wasn't like a uh, an up and down like 13 six game you know where there were 12 different pitching chain. like that's baseball's biggest fucking problem i, I mean who is invested in that like, i agree i much prefer uh playoff baseball than i do regular season baseball yeah. but i watched a ton of jays because you were invested uh because of that second wild card spot so i agree they do need to figure that out to, to make it more interesting for more teams um but their problem is they're 162 games they can't have the regular season go any longer because it gets too cold to play anywhere. So you'd have to shorten the regular season game. By yeah, probably make it 140 games. games. Make 140. Like, that's then, plenty. Make 110. Like, good God. Yeah, and I think obviously there's the revenue issue, right? Because we learned what we learned through COVID too is that how much these sports rely on gates to make a lot of their money. Like we were, all, I think we were all caught off guard by how much the revenue was associated with your with your home gates. Um, so they'd have to figure out a revenue share around that. I mean, that all solvable problems, but trying to get 32 rich guys to figure it out and make it good for everybody. It's probably never going to happen, but I have heard, I think it was one of the things Manfred said. Uh, I think they are looking to expand the wild card play in to two out of three, at least. Yeah. They got to do that. Like, yeah. you know, wow. Two out of three is plenty. You got no, one good pitcher. Two out of three for also- not winning your division. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But two out of three is fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's legitimate for not winning your division. You're going to get two, maybe three more. Like, I'm okay with that, but yeah. And if you want to add two more teams into that, sure, great, let's do it. Yeah. But then you did, you do need the end of season two, at least two weeks earlier. And yeah, and, I, and I'm in the fact like I'm good with 120 games, and you, because you will get ex- exponentially more gate revenue if you're in the playoffs. So give the owners say, listen, you're going to get a lot more revenue 
if you make the playoffs. So now you got to make the playoffs to get that revenue, or you, or you, if you don't make the playoffs, then you're going to be short. Yeah, then you have to share. You'd have to share some of that playoff, which I think they do share the playoff revenue too. So, but I hear you. Like baseball's listen, baseball's got so many problems and issues oh. that seem obviously they, they seem like obvious uh, resolutions to them, but they just they're so stuck in this whole like well, cool. 19, in nineteen oh yeah. in nineteen oh eight. Yeah, Babe, it's like come on, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. yeah I, throw the throw the. Throw the throw tell say baseball stopped. Call it another sport. Call it another name. Start the new record books. Call it like uh pitch ball yeah. or something like that. Or something something's completely not not baseball. Call it, call it probably do name. better than probably do probably better could. Yeah. I, did, yeah, I only yeah, got that yeah. in like 10 seconds. I know you're so. you're you're spitballing here. Oh yeah. call it spitball, maybe. Spitball. There you go. I like that. Uh, <laughs> uh okay. So quickly for me, uh, and I'm going back to the travel industry. Uh one of the things I didn't mention last week, because I know I, I I picked on Avis. Uh, and the inability to sort out cars properly uh, and the but, dot matrix and the dot matrix, but listen to this. So, cause I was scrambling to get up here to Canada. Uh, I booked the, I booked the flight the same day uh, that I was leaving, which I don't recommend anyone does, but it doesn't matter. The point is two hours before the flight was taking off, I pay for a seat and I pay for it in comfort plus. Cause I like to have a little, I like this, the extra six inches who doesn't. Yep. Um, and when I get there to go check in, the person in front of me, all I hear is, oh, I'm sorry, there is no, uh, they've changed planes. There is no business class. Uh, it's all, it, it's all standard uh, seating. <laughs> like, okay. I know where you're going. Uh, so I check in and I'm waiting. And then I said, did I just hear you say this plane uh, is all standard seating? And he said, yes, they just changed the plane on us. I said, well, I just paid for a Comfort Plus ticket, which was $200 more than a regular seating ticket and he looked at me like i had four heads like he didn't understand what i was trying to say to him i'm like do you understand the problem here i just paid for a ticket based on a seat that you can now not offer me yeah <laughs> he's and he looks at me he's like here's he gives me a he gives me a card yeah right like a like a business card here's a number you can yeah. call i'm for like a, are you for a two-hour wait you're gonna hold for two hours oh yeah which i'm never and i'm obviously never gonna do Right. Cause I just can't be bothered. Um, which is a whole other set of issues, but cause I have nothing but time at the moment, um, <laughs> but I'm not doing it. And, but it's just real. like, how can the travel industry be that ridiculous that I book a flight on a plane with extra seating. And then two hours later, literally two hours, not two weeks later, two hours later, they've changed the plane and there's nothing they can do for me at the counter. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they can do nothing at the counter. You have to do it through a call center, well, a, a two hour call center. Like yeah. you, you, you have to have the power for that person to say, you're right. The placement changed dupe credit card, like to track it back. Like you gotta be able to, to, uh, to do that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, you put your yeah, tooth on for us. Let's hew it out. Cause it just, it just came in. Oh, your Raptors tooth. Oh, yeah, very sure. Look at that. Bright red. It's awesome. <laughs> it is bright red. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah. Everyone will know it's me. Um, so that's, yeah. So just ridiculous. Come on, travel. Come on, airplanes, figure it out. Uh, <laughs> All right, the AOB. Nice, nice and quick this week. My AOB. My AOB starts okay. with Michael. Michael. Oh, yeah. Producer Mike. Producer Mike. Producer Mike. Squid Games. Come on. The acting was horrific. Oh, yeah. The voice, the voiceover English, Korean, the Korean speak with the, the voiceover dub? English was was a disaster. It was, it was so bad. Like it was just like. Are you going to come over to my place? Yes, I'm coming over to your place right away. Like it was just, it was, it was so terrible. Now the storyline was okay. 
um, that, which, which was kind of decent, but it was hard to get past the, the, the Mickey mouse acting that was put in there. So I, Michael, yeah, you, you, you're, you're minus one. You're minus one on my list. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Mike, I haven't Let watched it yet. I, I'm going to, but I haven't watched it yet, but the number of people told me don't watch it. That, that number increases every day. <laughs> Listen, I got two things to say. First of all, the voiceover acting, I agree. It's hilarious. There was one point where the old man was like, please stop fighting. Please stop fighting. And you turn it in. You, like I, I turned off the English dub and it was so much better. I had to replay the scene because I was like, this is perfect. But the English <laughs> acting over top was kind of ridiculous. There's, I like the story, which is what you said was decent. I like the yeah. story. But the other thing, too, is I, I want to point out is when there's a this much hype behind a show, people's expectations just go like that. Totally. And it's, I they watched totally. this. I watched it before people were posting about it. So I was like, oh, this is a cool little show that no one's watching. And then like a week later, everyone's like Squid Game. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to make everyone yeah, you, that watches you, it now is gonna be like well i thought this was supposed to be the best thing since sliced bread and i'm like you let me believe it was rocky one you let me believe it's gonna be rocky i'm one. sorry but I you gave a big thumbs good. up no I one could see it. it no one could see it last week but you gave like a major thumbs up when we said squid game i like you're like squid oh you know it was a really i, I enjoyed I it i was i enjoyed why i binged it i don't usually binge a show usually when i usually i like oh i'll wait a little bit and span it out but i enjoyed that lots of gore so awesome. i enjoyed it I will by next week. Well, I will watch at least the first episode, so I will chime in just to make sure. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to hate it. Yeah, yeah. And probably you probably, will. Pro- I, I probably won't go back to Squid's Game, Squid Games two, which is definitely, definitely, definitely <laughs> happening. Hey, I hate, I hate the fact that he didn't go and and and, and get on that airplane. I hated that. I was like, that's hey, don't know, like, hey, hey, don't, no, hey, spoilers, don't, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Jesus, Mike, come on. I already don't want to right. watch it. And Bart, I'm definitely not going to watch it if I already know what happens. And Bart, the uh, impeachment. So I did, I did, I've got the first two shows of impeachment that you put me on to. Good recommendation. I like that one. That one's, that one's solid. That, I'll tell I, you what. I'm curious as to, like, I know Lewinsky's behind parting, making the show, but I'm curious to see how much, like, how much really happened. Cause they're like, they, they make Clinton out to be just a horrible person. And is, oh he, that, is he really that horrible? I like, I don't know, but, but it is. Uh, uh, you know what? Is, wait, wait till you see episode four. You're gonna really think he's a horrible. Person. Well, you know, you really think Linda Tripp's a horrible person, and I think she was. Um, yeah, yeah. But oh my God, it's yeah. This is not good for the former president. That is for sure. Yeah, that was solid. If he was, let's just put it this way: if he was an athlete who was in your uh, home stadium ring of honor, like if Clinton, the name Clinton was up there because he had great, they would be taking that name down now. They would no longer be associated. So with the that, statue with would come person. down. The statue would come down yeah, with for uh, sure would. with Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yeah. And Joe Pa and Joe Patrol. Okay. So my OB quickly, Urban Meyer. You fucking idiot. Like just Urban Meyer, former coach of the uh, Florida Gators, Ohio State uh, Buckeyes, and now the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's one of the most arrogant, horrible people that I've ever, like I hated him as a coach. Uh, Cause he was just so arrogant about how he used this, that, and the other comes to Jacksonville, total money grab. Uh, not putting, you know, they're 0-4. They lose Thursday night. He doesn't fly back with the team, says, I'm going to stay in Ohio, like, whatever this, that, which is, by the way, is someone who's like invested would never have done that. Like real yeah. coaches would have been like, fuck, I'm flying back and I'm in the office first thing tomorrow. We're, we're watching. Like that's what these coaches do now, right? Yep. So he stays back. Then there's two videos of him uh, at, his, at his bar where this youngish woman is grinding him while he's sitting down. Right, like grinding him, and there's another video of him with his hand. I wouldn't even say on her ass. That would be like that'd be too kind. 
uh, it's not her ass. So I'll let you figure that one out. Um, and at first he didn't know the second video was out. So he made up this bullshit excuse about, Oh, they tried to drag me on the dance floor. I should have left. But, and then there's the second video of him, like doing whatever he was doing. So just a horrible person, just a horrible, horrible person. He should be fired. And I, my guess is he's gone within the next two weeks. Well, is it two weeks now? Is the USC space still open? Well, exactly. Right. But I don't, you know what? I don't know how anyone can hire him now. Like, the videos are, are damning and you just can't be a leader of people if you're doing. The lady like was that. grinding so, on him and he was treating her like, like she was the center and he was the quarterback under center. Yeah, exactly. He was trying to say like, oh, I was, you know, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't know these people. Well, if you didn't know that person, that makes it even worse for your wife. <laughs> it makes it even worse. So, uh, so there's that. So we're going to keep, we're going to keep track of that. But I, the countdown is two and under for me, two weeks and under. He has two more games as a coach. That's it. Uh, what else? Oh, and then just quickly. Uh, so I think everyone knows uh, our buddy Ike uh, started up the PLC gambling consortium uh, for us. And there's six, what is there? Six of us in it. What does PLC stand for? I, I have no idea. Yeah. Pro line. I don't really pro think about line. The pro line club. Oh, the pro line club. The pro line club. Yeah. I have no idea. So, I've never looked at the spreadsheet. I don't know anything. So other pro than line, I just pro line is my- gambling in Ontario at the mini marts. Now they've gone online this year, but there is a, you, you, when you used to have to go to the mini marts and the, and, and make a three game parlay minimum to, to, to make a pro line bet. Yeah. There, there just seems to be no rhyme or reason to this club uh, as to how we uh, execute. Uh, and I'd say our execution is poor, but my point to this, I just want to uh, bring this up to Ike. Like I've now also part of two other gambling clubs, which is a whole other set of issues. I get that. There's a lot of gaming clubs I'm involved with, but I'd like to say after week four, those two other gambling clubs are cash flowing positive, which I cannot say the same for PLC. Well, PLC seems to be a tailspin. I know. I know that, that one club. And I did another one with, with Kentucky Russ uh, and Hattler and that one's doing just, we're not down money. Everything's, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But the PLC it seems to be a nightly that we just seem everything. Everything doesn't seem right with the PLC group. I think I'm not saying we should do anything, but I, I don't know how much longer I can continue to invest in this club. At our at my current clip. No, no, there's no accounting. Donate, donate. It's not invest. Donate to this club. I'm just saying, I'm a little disillusioned. Ike. <laughs> a little disillusioned. I'm a little disillusioned. But I, um, so I'm just saying, hey. There are other ways to do this. And I like our little strategy, by the way. You create a club, you give everybody a week, you give them a set amount, boom, you move on. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's working out. It's working yeah. out. Might be onto something. Uh, all right. Listen, I think that's it. I think we're done. Why don't, why don't you give us an update on your st- your living situation? Where, where, where are you living next week? Where's, where's next week take you? Well, you know what? That, I never know. I don't know what a day-to-day where I'm going to be. Uh, but I do believe uh, the family is uh, coming up for Thanksgiving this weekend. So I okay. I'm confident I will be in my current, uh, current abode during next week's pod as well. Serious? Still there. And when, when, so. when are so. you departing? Are you going back to Barbuda? Are you going back to Hilton? Where's... I need some, I need some testing. I need some testing first. <laughs> oh, so you don't I, need get a negative, parties. I need a negative sign. I need a minus sign next to one of my tests before I go. Were you, were you okay when the Heinz had a, had a the 50, 60 person party and you had to stay at home? You get told you to uh, well, you know what? I'm going to save that for uh, next week's uh, What Drives You. Okay. I'm going to save that. <laughs> I collect my thoughts. Make sure that one's well articulated. <laughs> and a couple, a couple of people asked out there, uh, Deno, is, Deno is promising to be back for a bit basketball season. So I was talking to him last, last week. He's going to be back for the NBA season. He's on a bit of a, he's on a, bit of a uh, work overflow at the moment. So uh, yeah, he'll be back when the, when the Raptors are back, which is only two weeks today. Two weeks today and we start. I know. October first 20th. of 44 uh, you know and i also need to uh acknowledge as i said i would um 
we've mentioned uh, listener Danielle a bunch of times, uh, and today actually is her official birthday, so happy birthday. But I was uh, made aware from listener Brock that we also have uh, another listener in that demographic. So Jane, we love Jane too. Uh, and then I also think that Xerox Al, and I, I think his wife is now a uh, somewhat consistent listener. I think we have a whole new demographic. I'm not sure it's one that's ever going to uh, attract any marketing or advertising dollars, but I think we, you know what, we, there could be an over 60 female crowd that uh, we, that we cater to. Could be on top. cater to that. I would never yeah. guess Raptors. that. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, I agree. I, have, I would agree. We have marketing to the wrong avenues. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Who listen? The uh, podcast world works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? So there you go. All right, we're and out. We should, and we should let Mike pipe in. Mike pipe. Oh. Mike did his. Mike did his research on how many win, Raptors wins. So Mike. Mike went through the whole. No, the let's whole say schedule. that. We'll say that. We will say that for when we do our Raptors preseason. Like we have to go through all this. That's a, uh, that's a Raptor segment. That's not an end of pod segment. Okay. Okay. Forget yeah. it, Mike. Forget it, Mike. Don't forget yeah, it. Forget Mike. Save. Forget that. it, Mike. But don't save forget. that. Bet the over. Well, he wrote it down on a piece of paper. It'll be fine. Bet the over. You like my wife? She, she doesn't use anything electric. She doesn't use anything electronically. Put that in your, put that in your computer, or your phone. Don't put it on a piece of paper. That's, what do you, I'll analog. Have paper. I'll have his paper. You know that. Who's kidding? Yeah. Who? That's all I Becky's do. The same too. Paper gang. Yeah, get that printer set up when I go to Bermuda. Yeah, these are what a terrible device this is. <laughs> I put anything in one spot. All right, listen. I want to go. I want to be. Okay. I want to be over. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, all right, Kawhi, take it away for two weeks. Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win.